uncovering your truth and fire one conversation at a time. This is the Spitfire Podcast. The Spitfire Podcast is brought to you by the Spitfire Coach based in Washington, D.C. If you want to put the fun back in your business or the passion back in your career, head on over to spitfirecoach.com and click on the complimentary discovery call link so you can find out how coaching can light a fire under you. This is just a reminder, if you haven't grabbed a copy of Spitting Fire, your guide to reignite and maintain your passion at homework and beyond, it is up, it is being read, we are getting reviews, it is awesome, I'm so excited. You can get a copy at spitfirecoach.com slash book, or go on Amazon and click on the search for Spitting Fire. We got the Kindle version going live on November 5th, but don't wait for those New Year's resolutions to hit. Don't wait for the holidays to get you in a rut. Grab a copy of this book so you can figure out your energy boost, your sucks, all that stuff, and have a plan and strategy to find your inner spitfire power and to spit that fire all year long. Now today, we are going to change things up yet again. We're, we did an interview last week, and I wanted to reflect a little bit uh, because I just got back from a speaking gig in Indianapolis, Indiana. I spoke at the Day of Innovation at Butler University and their mascot is a bulldog. So I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but I'm kind of obsessed with bulldogs if you haven't noticed. And you may hear Rico Suave snoring in the background. Uh, That was the highlight of my trip outside of speaking, but I wanted to share a little bit about what I learned from that experience um, and make the theme about it for this show, because why not? Uh, I went there and I spoke about my 55-5 rule for solution-based innovation. And the whole point of that was to get out of your own assumptions, because typically when people innovate, they look at a problem for about five minutes, and they think they know the problem, they think they know what they need to fix, and they end up spending the majority of their time, so the next 55 minutes, of the time focusing on their solutions and their assumptions of the solutions. So in the 55-5 role, we switch that up. We focus on our perceptions of the person who's affected. So we get curious. We look at how they could be affected. Who are all those impacted parties? What are they feeling? What do they need to hear? What do they need to know? And we spend those first 55 minutes exploring that and getting curious. And I walk people through the energy leadership index, so those seven core levels of energy. And if you're curious about that, I have more information on my website and I do an assessment around that. But we talked about the journey of the core thought. So when people came in, how were they feeling? Once they spoke to you or learned about your services, how would they then feel? And then what was the end result? So we could look at innovation from that standpoint instead of it being about, well, this solution will create this reaction. But if we don't know the full process, we don't really know how to talk to people. We don't know how to market that out. And we end up scratching our head and wondering why things don't work out. So when you think about when you're doing any type of change uh, or when you're building a plan, buy-in is a huge part of that. And that's usually at the end, but people skip over it and gloss over it. So I wanted people to think about the problem at the front end that could actually lead to the solution of the buy-in at the back end. But that's not actually what I want to talk about today. Uh, today I want to talk about your super spitfire power. And the reason that came up is during my talk, I had a question on there about how do you innovate? How do you feel most powerful innovating? 
And I got probably about eight or nine different responses. And that was from 12 people in the room. And what I realized, and I, this is not a huge epiphany, but I realized that there is not just one single way to innovate. There isn't one single way to create. And yet we look at it as being a one size fit all of this is how you create innovation. This is how you are creative. And I asked people to tell me what role they play in the, in the innovation process. And I have a picture of this, so I'll actually post it in with, with the show notes today. But people were giving me responses like educator, connector, people broker, motivator, cheerleader, planner, uh, critic. And all of those roles are super important in the process because if everyone's playing the same role, you're not getting any diversity in perspective. But it led me to think about business owners and professionals acting out of their role. So if you think about when you feel most powerful in your job or in your business, what role are you playing and when do you feel like your power goes away? Are you trying to play a role that does not fit you? Are you assuming you need to play that role because you should, because you have to, because someone told you to, because a podcast told you to? This is the check of reviewing your specific superpower. And it's not about I'm a great accountant or I'm a great marketer. What is it about that role that makes you awesome at it? I want you to spend a little time there and think about your power role. Because what ends up happening is when we play in someone else's playbook, we have lost all our power. We're operating probably at 40 to 50% potency. When really, when we are acting as ourselves in our superpower center, we're at 100%. And we are unstoppable. Now, this came up with a client uh, that I meet with once a week. And she has seen some huge success around this because she was reading articles, reading blogs, listening to podcasts about what she should do. And what we did is we uncovered her power role, which was as the educator. And she's a designer. So this is a bit of a leap in thinking, well, can designers be educators? Absolutely. And so she has turned all of her communication, whether it's her newsletter, her Instagram, whatever she's putting out there when she's communicating with her potential audience, she's seeing herself as an educator. And from that, people are now finding her on Instagram. And she's not an account that has even a thousand followers. She doesn't even have 500 followers. She has a hundred followers who are now coming to her and asking for her services because she has set herself apart as her authentic voice and powerhouse superpower. So when you think about your awesome state of mind, your power center, think about the role that you want to play. Now, if you're scratching your head and wondering, what is my superpower? What am I really awesome at? First, I want you to take a deep breath because I'm probably sensing that there's a lot of frustration comparison happening. Your superpower is uniquely yours. You don't have to be like everybody else. I want you to think of a time when you felt so powerful, so confident, so in tune with yourself. What were you doing? What was that specific role? It doesn't have to be about the activity. It doesn't have to be about your degree or the mastery of a skill set that you've gone to school for. What was the role that you were playing that you felt this is what I was meant to do? And if it doesn't come to mind, take a deep breath, walk away from this, or ask some people who you really respect their opinions, what do you think your contribution has been to them? And ask for their feedback. And 
They may give you some insight that you haven't been able to see in yourself. But the key thing is to just be curious. This may change. Your role may change. But once you start to discover that, you can start to customize your voice. You can start to go back inside instead of looking for those templates and those boilerplates from the experts. I'm using air quotes there that tell you how to do it. Their way is not your way. You can be inspired, but don't put yourself in the comparison trap of trying to be like everybody else. Be yourself, trust yourself, and spit that fire. If you'd like to share your role or if you need some help trying to discover that, feel free to reach out to me with one of the complimentary discovery calls. This is what I do for all of my clients. I love doing it, and I promise that once you start to tap into that, you will feel that electricity, that fire, that passion and power just oozing out of you. It was amazing what happened in that room in Indianapolis when people started identifying what their powerhouse role was in the innovation process. Imagine how that could change things for you at your job, in your company, at home, in your relationships. Where are you not playing that role? Where are you stepping outside of your role? And how do you get that power back? How do you get that magneticism, that influence, that, that energy that you wanted? I guarantee that once you start to tap into this, you're going to feel so much more powerful. And I can't wait to hear, hear all about it. So spend some time with yourself. Feel, feel free to journal. Feel free to reach out to some trusted resources or reach out to me. And if you haven't picked up a copy of Spitting Fire, this is where you can start to tap into that energy. You can see where you might have some misalignments, uh, whether it's in self-care or in your motivation or even in your passion. Get curious with yourself because you know you best. You got to start to get to know yourself better so that you can start spitting that fire. So for all of the spitfires out there, keep being awesome. Till next time. Bye, guys.